Welcome back to the Daily Prayer Podcast from Redeemer Church here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I'm Chris Horn. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's a privilege to lead you in a time of prayer on this Wednesday, March the 3rd. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, uh, it's a privilege to be with you. Each day during this season of Lent, we are learning from Jesus how to pray together. We use as our guide the daily or the um, daily prayer project from friends of ours up in Washington, D.C. I encourage you to check them out at dailyprayerproject.com. As I call us into this time of prayer, I invite you to take a few breaths and to Focus your scattered senses on the presence of God who is with you all the time and who is nearer to us even than our own souls. Our call on this Wednesday comes from Romans chapter 6. So you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Our great God, Father, Son, and Spirit, we praise you for you are the living one, the one who is alive forever. You are the one who gives life to all things. In you we live and we move and we have our being. Lord Jesus, you lived and you died and you were raised from the dead, and you live forever. And you take those of us who are dead in our sin, and you make us alive. Lord, we praise you and pray that you would be with us and be near us, Lord, and that you would show us how to pray, how to be with you. We pray, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Our scripture reading for today is from the Gospel of Mark. Uh, The New Testament, which is the last third of the Bible, begins with these four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which are eyewitness accounts of the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus, of Jesus' miracles, of his teaching. And uh, our psalm today, which uh, we're not reading, but it, it says to us that God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So as we come to the word, We come as those who are in darkness, uh, who have received a light from God. So this is what Mark writes in Mark chapter 6, starting in verse 30. The apostles, those who were Jesus' close friends, returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He had just sent them out on this amazing opportunity of ministry. And they had taken this good uh, news about Jesus around, and they had come back to him. And Jesus said to them, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. 
Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send these people away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? They're saying this is absurd. We don't have possibly have enough money or resources to feed these thousands of people who had come from these towns. And he said to them, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, five loaves and two fish. And he commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. Plus, of course, many more women and children. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I love this passage. Um, I'm not sure where you find yourself in this passage. If you feel like one of Jesus's friends who've been doing all this work and just when they thought that they were going to get some downtime, some time to refresh, some one-on-one time with Jesus, some time to just chill. Um, The word about Jesus had gone out. As a result of these apostles out preaching this good news, and they all come to Jesus, and of course they're groaning, surely, oh my gosh, what are we going to do with all these people? Uh, But Mark uh, says Jesus had compassion because they were like sheep out in a a field that didn't have a shepherd to care for them and protect them. And so he says, give them something to eat. So then they're called back into service again. And they obviously don't have, they think, what they need in order to care for these people well. They were assessing the need. And Jesus was simply assessing what they had. And he made it enough. He made it enough. This, this is one of Jesus' most memorable uh, miracles because he, he transforms this small amount of food into enough to feed people, not just to feed them, but to feed them to their full. And then I love what Mark includes at the end. When the disciples, these 12 friends of Jesus, when they take up all the baskets, you know what they find? They find 12 baskets full of food one for each of them, to eat their fill. Oh, Lord Jesus, you are constantly telling us that you are enough, that you will feed us, that anything that you call us to, even when it is exhausting, that you're going to take care of us. Lord, help us. Help my sister or my brother that's praying along with me. Help us to trust that you have more than it seems. When we look at our resources, they may seem meager. Oh, Lord, but you are able. You're able to feed us and to care for us. 
Thank you, Jesus, that you have compassion on us. You see us as sheep without a shepherd. Amen. And I just want to take a moment to, to pray with you, to, to be aware of God's presence. This is a form of prayer that's pretty ancient. It's a prayer of mindfulness where we simply recognize that God has been present with us. So um, whether you're driving or sitting at home, whether you're with others, um, just again, take a moment to allow your mind to, and soul to rest and pray along with me. Lord, help us to be aware of your presence. Lord, help us to know that you are with us, that you are near us, that you're not far away. Lord, we look back over our day, whether it's just beginning or we're in the middle of it or we're at the end of the day. And Lord, no matter how, what we've been experiencing today, Lord, we give you thanks because you've been with us. Lord, thank you for the things that to us seem meager. Because, Lord, it is, it is when we, precisely when we think we don't have enough that you show yourself to be more than we ever could have asked for. Lord, we pay attention to our emotions. There are times today where we felt anxious, stressed, hopeful, excited, or grieving, regretful, maybe angry. Lord, we take a second to remember the experiences we've had today and how we've felt about them. And we offer those feelings up to you because we're so confused by them. Lord, help us to sort them out in your presence. Lord, whether we're angry or scared or excited or jubilant or sorrowful, all those emotions drive us back to you, Lord Jesus, the bread of life. Lord, would you grant to my sister and my brother that when they feel a feeling, no matter what it is, that they will take that as a prompting to come to you in trust. And Lord, we think of one thing that has happened this day, maybe a meeting that we've had or that we're going to have, a person that we saw or we're going to see, something that we need to do, something that's weighing on us, either with hopeful anticipation or uh, weighing on us and making us feel worried. And Lord, we offer it to you simply and ask you to work. And Lord, we look forward to tomorrow knowing that you will be with us. And tomorrow there will be new mercies from your hand. Amen. Our benediction is from the book of Zephaniah. So go wherever you are with this good word ringing in your ears. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. Amen. Go in peace. We'll catch you back here tomorrow. Thank you so much for spending this time with us as we learn from Jesus how to pray together. For more information about Redeemer Presbyterian Church, please visit us at redeemerws.org.